I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Podcast, where we organize our attitudes so we can organize our lives. Hey, let's make a schedule or not, because they don't actually work. But there are such pretty ones online. Maybe we should give it a try. It's not going to work for me. Do you ever have these kind of tug of wars in your head? Yeah, you're not the only one. When we look at people's schedules, planners, and try to figure out what we should do, what we need to remember is that someone else's schedule is not going to work for us cut and paste into our lives. But it is important that we spend our time well focused on what really matters. So do you need a schedule to do that or not? Let's talk about it. We only have a limited amount of hours in the day. And yet we have so much to do in a day. It seems to make sense that we should plot out what needs to happen throughout that day to make sure that it all fits, that we can get it all done. Doesn't a schedule for a mom at home make sense? Not really. Not if we're thinking about schedules in the same way that we think about work schedules or appointment schedules for a dentist. Life with kids as a mom at home does not work the same way as an office or a school or any other kind of institutional setting. So schedules for moms are also going to be very different. And if you've ever tried to make a schedule and found that it didn't work, it's tempting then to think, well, I guess I best better not do any plan at all for the day because that didn't work. But that doesn't help us either. Even though our days do not fit into a rigid scheduled plan, we are still responsible for how we spend the time that we have and to make the most of that time to do what we ought to do with it. And that does take deliberate choices. It's just going to look different than maybe you think a schedule is. So in this episode, we are going to talk about what a schedule for moms really should look like and how to implement it without going crazy and letting it stress us out. I mean, we all feel like there's too much to do, but with the right perspective And with realistic expectations, we can use our situation, whatever it is, for growth, for maturity, for sanctification, which is God's will for us, instead of letting it sink us into discouragement or despair or complaints. Because we know that neither ourselves nor our situations are stagnant or permanent, we have that hope of growth. So let's see how that applies today with our schedules. So do moms need a schedule? What kind of schedule do stay-at-home moms keep anyway? And are you a stay-at-home mom who's ever tried to use a schedule? It kind of seems like a joke, right? The problem with trying schedules and finding that they don't work is that then we are tempted to just fly by the seat of our pants and have no plan at all, to just let life happen to us, go with whatever, and not have any structure to our days. But 
We know that children thrive on routine. And the reality is that we do too, as adults, as moms, try as we might to escape that or deny that. It's just true of humans. But a routine is not a schedule. The two conjure up very different images in our minds. A routine is a typical pattern, things that happen in a certain order, the things that we do every day. They just become normal. It's the normal flow to our day. Whereas a schedule typically is more rigid, more structured, more imposed from the outside. It's much more of a constraint placed upon us, maybe by our own selves, maybe by us on someone else. But a schedule implies being ruled by the clock. Operating under those kind of assumptions is probably why schedules haven't really worked for us as moms at home, because the needs that we are meeting in our home don't generally follow the clock or a pattern. Some days they are big and all-consuming and all other plans have to go out the window. And then other days don't require that much. So how can we plan? What does a schedule look like for a mom? Is it even possible for a mom to have a schedule? I think that impulse that we have to find a workable schedule is a good one. We know that left to ourselves and our impulses, we will waste a lot of time and not spend our time and attention where it needs to be. And we want to steward our time and our energy well. So we look to schedules. But too often when we do that, we try to impose someone else's schedule that they say works for them into our life, and we find that doesn't work. And then we think that something's wrong with us. The reality is that no one else's schedule is going to work in anyone else's life. We each need to do our own assessment of our needs, our situation, and come up with something, some kind of structure that helps us make better in the moment decisions, that helps us make the most of the time that we have, and that helps us use our time to serve the needs of our family, whatever those needs are. You might call that a schedule. You might call that a routine. You might just call that planning. It's probably not going to look like half hour by half hour blocks of time, each with its own specific task that always happens in this particular way, because kids just don't work like that. So if we have kids at home, we have to allow for them to be children and for us to be mothers to them. The kind of blocks that belong on a mom's schedule are the kind that are big, and generous, with plenty of margin, and that serve primarily as a reminder of where our attention needs to be. So we don't block off, spend half an hour with this child and then half an hour with this child and check time off with our children 
as if it were a task that we can finish and accomplish. And as if no other child is going to have needs during someone else's time block. That's, it's just not the way humans or families work. And, and they shouldn't. And so we shouldn't try to make schedules like that. But we can make schedules that remind us that, you know what, the laundry needs to be done right after breakfast or else, you know, it just doesn't ever get done. So if I put it in this slot after breakfast, I will start the laundry. It can become a routine. It can become a habit, a pattern, and it's kind of like a schedule. It happens at a certain time every day, not because it's a moral necessity, but because it's helpful. It helps us make the most of the time and get done what needs to get done. And then most of the morning might be blocked off as homeschooling hours or taking kids to the park or the library. Whatever the responsibilities for that day are in parenting, it might have a multi-hour chunk. And then there might be an hour or more chunk in the afternoon for quiet time. We can't forget to plan to spend some time in the kitchen every day. It takes time at certain times of the day to put three meals on the table. We need to plan for that. We need to make sure that happens. We need to not resent the use of our time for fulfilling those duties. So we can think through our day and think through the hours that we have and what we need to accomplish in those hours, not what we want to accomplish for our personal pet projects or our personal fulfillment, but what actual responsibilities do we have and how much time do they realistically take and block those out. It looks like a schedule, but I call it a time budget. And instead of assigning tasks to every 15 minute or half hour chunk of time, we are looking with a time budget at our whole week and blocking off the big chunks of our day that are already spoken for. Because a lot of times what we do, even when we make a schedule, is think that what we plan on doing will not take as long as it actually does take. We think that we have a lot more control over our time than we actually do. We, we have control over ourselves, but a lot of times not our time. And when we make a schedule, we also often pack too much into the hours. We're overly optimistic planners when we make hopeful planning schedules. It's just the way it is. In a time budget, our mentality shifts, just like our money is a finite amount, the income, the amount coming in is a finite amount, and a certain amount of varying, a certain but differing amount of money is required every week or month for food, for electricity, for rent, whatever. These are fixed expenses, and we can't 
plan to use all of our income for all discretionary spending purposes without first taking into account those fixed living expenses, right? In the same way, a budget for our time takes the fixed income of time that we are given each day or over the course of a week and first takes out those fixed living expenses. And when you do that and you mark off the time that it actually takes to make the meals every day, to make sure the laundry gets done, block off time for parenting, block off nap time or grocery shopping time, whatever regularly occurring appointments you have, when you plot that all out, on a weekly time budget, you see what's left over. Sometimes you might see that the reason why you feel crazy is that you don't have any margin time, you don't have any extra time, and yet you're making to-do lists as if you had multiple hours a day to get more done. And that's frustrating because it's living, it's having expectations that are outside the bounds of reality. So a time budget is a way for us to concretely see on paper the reality of our life's responsibilities right now. And then we can move forward with that and take that into account, make realistic to-do lists each day, and spend our time where it really counts. Because we're looking at that bigger picture, we are taking into account what we actually need to spend time doing and seeing where our time does go. And it's okay that a lot of time goes towards our responsibilities rather than our hobbies or desires or ideals or projects. Often we don't have much time left over for that, and that's okay. But a time budget will help us be realistic as we make a schedule for the remaining time that we have during the day at home. And it's a great reminder that time is finite and everything we do uses some of that time. Having a time budget, referring to it, filling it out is more descriptive than prescriptive. A schedule is usually trying to cram our perfect ideal day into the hours. Whereas a time budget takes those fixed expenses, puts them into the week, and then looks at what is left over to budget in more discretionary ways. This allows us to be realistic. This allows us to give ourselves margin and to use our time in a less frantic, rushed, and stressed way. I have a template and instructions for how to make a time budget. If you go to simplyconvivial.com and just search for time budget, you will find the free resources, free downloads, templates that will help you create a time budget for your life as a mom at home. It might look like a schedule, but really it's a way of assessing how we are using our time and making smart stewarding decisions with the limited time that we are given. So check that out, simplyconvivial.com and just search for time budget. You'll find it. (laughs) 
And that's it for this episode of the Simply Convivial Podcast. Are you always busy yet never getting to what seems must be done? Do you feel pulled in a million directions all the time? Inside Simply Convivial, we clear away the clutter, not only in our homes, but also in our hearts and on our to-do lists. By sorting through what's actually going on and what's actually needed, we are each able to figure out our own callings and how to dig into those with cheerful goodwill. Starting July 3rd, we'll begin our fourth Simplified Organization Community Coaching Group. These groups work through all three of the Simplified Organization courses, Organize Your Attitude, Work Your Plan, and Streamline Your Homemaking, over the course of six months, figuring out our vocations and what to do about them, creating planning habits that work with real family life, and taking responsibility for our homes. With extra support, accountability, checklists, and video meetups, we walk together through all the pieces that make up our home duties. The kickoff workshop is July 3rd, and we'd love to have you join us. It's included in membership, but you have to join the small group before we get started June 3rd, or wait until January for the next group. Go to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button to learn more. And until next time, remember, repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.